Um, I think I'll let Andy handle the uh, the water main project, which has been a long time coming. Yeah, uh, we uh, uh, had a lid opening last week for the Euclid and North Sixth uh, water main replacement, water source replacement project, and uh, again, that one's been on our capital plan for a couple of years to finish. Uh, the water main replacement up Murray Hill there on East Euclid between 6th and 9th and uh, that has been a problem for a long time as far as water main breaks. We dug that thing up, I don't know how many times since I've been here. Uh, and uh, so we received only received two vids. We had five, I think, uh, contractors take out uh, plan sets. Two of them responded with vids. Hood construction out of Rushville and Lavadier out of Colchester. Lavadier was low bid, uh, just under one point two million, million one hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred dollars uh, with their bid, which I didn't think was too bad considering uh, the original cost estimate done about two years ago was uh, just under nine hundred thousand dollars. So. Uh, uh, I was surprised that uh, inflation didn't hit that any harder than it did. Uh, anyway, so uh, we will get that project up and running uh, probably sometime in late June. Uh, I don't have a construction schedule yet, obviously, since we just approved the uh, the uh, vid last night. But uh, just, again, anticipating uh, material delivery and whatnot, uh, and again, waiting till the college gets out. Uh, so that will be less disruptive for them when we go down 6th Street. Anyway, the project really involves replacing the water main on Euclid from 6th to 9th Street and then extending uh, a, uh, we have an existing uh, water main on uh, North 6th, actually two of them. One is an old cast iron main that again has been a maintenance problem for years. We are going to abandon that in place and uh, move everything over to the water main on the east side of the street and then extend it up to Euclid. So, uh, project long coming uh, because we all know the shape of North 6th Street as far as road-wise. And uh, until, th this is step one in getting that rectified, we're gonna need to get the underground done first, which is as part of that. And then we would, uh, we will look to do a uh, pavement reconstruction on North 6th Street also when this is done. Uh, Euclid will get repaved with the project. Uh, the 6th Street project, as far as the road, comes from a different funding source. Uh, so we, couldn't, we could not vid that as part of this project because, again, they're both grant-funded. Uh, and uh, so, again, we hope to get the construction done this summer on the, the underground and uh, be in design on the North 6th Street uh, reconstruction later this year so kind of a, kind of a complicated uh, they, they all are anymore though with the way the funding works yeah, in the it sounds like it's, totally sounds like it that's I think that's what's frustrating for citizens is mm -hmm. you know gosh how do we get things done right and you guys have your hands tied with the steps that it takes to get it done that has to be reported uh, the and literally reports that have to be filled out and then it takes how many weeks or months to get the grant funds yes. released into our bank account exactly. to be able to pay the contractors. So it's just, it can just be very frustrating. It, it, it is a, a long, you, you learn to be very patient because there's not a lot uh, 
once you send in all your applications for funding, you'll get a notice that, okay, you've been approved for the funding, then you have to resubmit a whole bunch of uh, uh, documentation to get a grant agreement done. And then once that's done, then uh, you go to VID, you do all the stuff with construction, and then submit and, and get reimbursement. But the approval process on the grant funding right now is just uh, incredibly long. And again, like I say, this project has been two years mm -hmm. since we uh, since we uh, we've been talking about it for two years. Yeah, yeah. Harlem, West Harlem is another one. Uh, again, that, yeah. that's uh, a, a big waiting game. We've been awaiting uh, grant agreements. We've been told we we were awarded grant funding a year ago, and we have yet to receive grant agreements. Right. To and and I can't even bid the project, go to bid with it until we get grant agreements according to the rules. So. And that's about a million dollars in funding that, uh, you know, you'd like to say, well, let's just go ahead and do it. But we, uh, you know, a million dollars is a million dollars of, of funding that we would lose if we did that. So we have to be patient, wait it out. And uh, I know it's frustrating for me, uh, so I can understand this, the frustration on the residents' part also. But uh, anyway, uh our other uh, our, our road uh, motor fuel tax road project is due to start. I just received an email this morning. Uh, the contractor will be here the week of June fifth. Uh, he had said uh, our last communication a couple of weeks ago was going to be the end of May. I think they just pushed it back to Fast Memorial Day uh, to come in and do our. We got about forty blocks of uh, street overlay work they're going to do uh, this summer. Um, and that was uh, about a million, 1.2 million, I think, in uh, motor fuel tax fund uh, uh, dollars to be spent this year for that. Um, we've got another uh, 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 project that, that jumped <laughs> up at us that was, it's been on our capital plan, but it was a little lower priority, but it got moved to the forefront when uh, we had that sewer collapse over on East Clinton. Um, and that project is just about completed. I believe they were wrapping up restoration this week on it. Uh, that was a little over $700,000 to reroute that sewer uh, that failed, which, again, it was 130 years old and really didn't owe us anything. So uh, what that one does alter, again, when you have a capital plan, it kind of alters Mm -hmm. Your priorities is you got to move things around to uh, accommodate those those types of issues. Um, we're in the process of a design on the downtown water main replacement around the quadrants. Hoping to get that to go to vid this fall for uh, construction, hopefully through the winter and uh, next spring. So. So you're anticipating just to start that part, replacing the water main downtown next spring. Well, I'm guessing it could be as soon as this fall, Vanessa, depending on okay. permitting. Uh, again, once the design's done, then it's got to go in for permitting. That takes about uh, several months, two, three months to get that. Go to vid, uh, and we may have a fall or so construction start, depending on uh, timing. And if we have a winter like we had last winter, there's no reason they couldn't work through the winter. I mean, we really didn't have that many bad... Uh, you know, sub-zero days last winter. So mm -hmm. we have another year like that. We could get this thing done this winter. So, Well, we'll have to check the El Nino weather pattern. There you go. So See uh, what it has to say. I think uh, 
the only other project is the well, uh, the new uh, production well. We are uh, have designed it. Will be I think it went out for bid uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, again, that is to drill another production well uh, for the city water supply. Uh, step one, basically phased. Once we get the well drilled, then we'll have to add another treatment facility uh, for that. And uh, but that, again, gets us ahead of production needs because uh, we're kind of moving right up against our capacity right now uh, as far as water production. So again, planning for the future, for future growth, uh, this is something we'll have to do and get done here within the next couple of years. Yeah. Mayor? Yeah, we also uh, received uh, word that uh, they're going to begin construction on the new uh, rebuilding and repaving the entrance road into the airport, which is the road that goes in front of um, the Hirschbach trucking facility by fairway foods and used to be the old ford garage there so that will become the new entrance road to the airport hangar and they'll also be constructing a parking lot there um, by the hangar and also uh, building new aprons around the new airport hangar so that project will be beginning in july i believe so uh, those are that's a very good project we need to do to get to get that uh hangar very usable and get provide the parking and access we need to uh, improve that as well uh, to go along with andy's uh, um, new well project um, the city last night uh, annexed uh, a two acre uh, parcel of uh, land that we purchased from the gosney trust and that is out by the entranceway to um, americold cold storage and uh, so we have a two-acre uh, parcel there that will house the future well and water treatment plant. And uh, we continue to work on funding for a water tower. We're hoping to um, be able to get another million gallons of elevated storage to help with uh, uh, our manufacturing usage and public safety. So we're working on on that part of it that uh, we've got everything lined up for the water treatment plant and the uh, well so those will be beginning soon um, a lot of things happening i know people only say well there's not a lot going on but there, there really is uh, it just when it all when it becomes visible to the public as far as when you actually go to construction but uh, a lot of, a lot of things uh, a lot of investment uh, forthcoming here in the next couple of years public works wise and back to um, Andy had mentioned a motor fuel tax fund, and, and I guess this is more of a question for you, Mayor Davies. So it, as you continue to see in the news that electric vehicles are going to be possibly required, possibly X amount of the fleet, manufacturers have to produce so many, what will we do about motor fuel tax that comes from the gas station when we for gasoline? Have, has the Has the legislature come up with is there a tax on electric how is that going to work um i think that's a, a really good question and i'm not sure they've come up with a really good answer yet uh that's that has been something that's been discussed how are we going to replace those lost uh motor fuel tax revenues to provide maintenance to the roads and uh i i don't know if if there'll be some sort of a surcharge to the electrical grid 
or you know for each charging station installed i i honestly uh there's been a number of things talked about but i haven't heard anything that's approaching uh a good place to start or where we're going to end up yet okay because it seemed like we may have had five to ten years before that could make an impact but that might that might move up i mean we're rural enough we'll we'll see um but Yeah, we, we, yeah, there's just not a lot of charging station opportunities right. here. I think the college has one, and I'm, you know, I think there's one or two private ones, but. Well, there may be one coming for a county um, uh, transport vehicle that will be electric. There's, there's some, some, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, opportunities to, to see how this works uh, mm-hmm. that are that are being offered to some counties mm-hmm. in Illinois. And so we may be one of them that tries that. Great. So it, no, I was just thinking about the you, when you buy gas, yeah. mm-hmm. part of that gas money is a tax back to the city in a fund to take care of roads. Yeah, there's, right. there's uh, a lot goes to the state for the state motor fuel tax. We have a federal motor fuel tax, which goes to federal road projects. And then we also have a two cent local gas tax, which we uh, use to supplement our state motor fuel tax funds. So okay. yeah, that is the that is right now the sole source of all of our road maintenance is the state motor fuel and local motor fuel tax. And as loves opened up the amount of uh, local motor fuel taxes increased significantly with the amount of diesel fuel that's sold there at that travel stop okay so um yeah that's been a a nice addition for us locally but uh, yeah we're going to spend over (coughs) 1.2 million dollars uh finishing up that um project that we started last uh, fall uh, and ran into the weather and they quit making asphalt so that production begins i think the first week of june sounds like over the winter they did work on sidewalk access and they did put in uh, i believe a storm sewer uh, section over on uh, uh, euclid i think it was west euclid yeah because to try to solve the water standing water problem we had there and uh, so those things have been completed so now we're going to get after the roads and then uh, I think there's what two or three blocks they tore up in that sewer project I think it's going to get right, added, we to, added that. to the project yes uh, to the overlay project yeah so so it. we'll get we'll get that fixed up um, as as well during this time so a um, lot going on and then we that'll be good to get the 6th street finished between Broadway and Euclid once that underground project's finished uh, that gets a little bit complicated because of the old brick underneath. Are we going to be able to manage it and work with it? Or are we going to have to tear it out and build all new road base? That uh, Those are some of the complicating factors that we'll have to kind of work through as that project progresses. And how we're able to, to do those water lines attachments over to the new main, um, how well those go may impact that Correct. road project. Depending on how much, how much more we tear it up. Uh, okay. Versus putting it back, and that uh, just ready for action, fellas. We're somewhere. Uh, our early engineered estimate on that road on Sixth Street, just to if we have to completely reconstruct it, tear it out, and redo it, about a million and a half dollars. Okay. To do five or six blocks of street, and, and again, just for understanding, that's about four years worth of motor fuel tax money uh, that that we receive. So that's. Uh, another thing that we battle there in trying to fund all these road projects is we, we, you know, we don't, uh, 
inflation and construction costs have far far exceeded revenues over the last uh, eight to ten years, and it's it's uh, we're always playing catch up on that one. But, so uh, that eight to ten years, it, it really since 08, 09, 2010, mm-hmm. uh, we haven't really done a lot. We correct just because like yeah, you only, I mean there's only so much money in the bank, so you use that and then you have to replenish. Uh, before you can do another substantial project, so. Uh, sure, sure. I just. It, it's again, it's frustrating for everyone, but that's. Yeah, that's, that's I, I'm trying we, to think is. To is there any other way? I mean, we have so many a- aging problems mm-hmm. in this community, right? Mm-hmm. We have our roads. We have underneath our roads. We have some projects that are going to be funded. They're taking a lot of time to get funded. You speak of inflation and challenges with. Um, the cost of asphalt, the cost of salt, the cost of concrete, you know, concrete. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to produce enough revenue to fix all of our problems, is what I keep hearing from you. Not, it will take a long time. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, that's the patient sure. part. It's just going to take planning, try to do the worst first. Okay. Uh, and again, some of these projects that we do and are able to fund, uh, sometimes you have to follow the funding. In other words, the area where you can get funding for an area where you can get uh, underground uh, uh, work done with grant funding and whatnot. It may not be an area where, um, you know, a lot of it's just depending on, on uh, the population area, the, uh, uh, if it's underserved, uh, an under, what they consider an underserved area or a, a depressed area. Uh, a little easier to get funding for that for those types of areas, but some of those aren't the worst areas, you know, but when you when you have to follow the funding, that's you kind of get locked mm-hmm. into that. Well, we, we need roads all over town, but yeah. northwest, southeast, it's, they're all in, in, yes. in yeah. bad shape. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, is it a something we live with and get used to? I don't know. Um, it's, it's just that you're, we're having to replace very large potholes. Mm-hmm. We're having to, Anyway, you know, just trying to dig out of a way to find a solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another impact is without the without raising taxes. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing. We can solve all the problems easily, but you know, we try to do this without being the first default. Go raise some tax or fee or or cost. And another thing that impacts, we have still have an unfunded mandate we're working on and mm-hmm. didn't talk about here, and that's a three or four million dollar disinfection project we have to come up with um, that also plays into this. Uh, The city, um, through cost cutting and sale sale of the transfer station, generated five million dollars for um, funds uh, that we're going to be able to do and fit in our budget without raising costs uh, to the citizens. Uh, So that five million dollars that we uh, uh, were able to raise when interest rates were low and refunded some long-term debt, saved a couple million there to help pay for that. And, and, you know, we're always looking for opportunities to create funds and generate money capital that we can use for these projects. Typically, the the motor fuel tax hasn't been kept up. I'm afraid we're probably going to end up using a million dollars of uh, some of the money we uh, had for other capital projects in order to finish 
some of these roads mm -hmm. like Sixth Street. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, fortunately, we've gotten th three million dollars plus for the uh, downtown renovation project, and then uh, Wooder and Kern's been helping us with the uh, USDA uh, to replace the large sewer interceptor under the city. There's a lot of things going on, and that's in the queue. Um, and again, we, we that will become a forgivable loan. We hope that our uh, disinfection project has a element of a forgivable loan in that with the Illinois EPA. So we do have a, a lot of things that we're working on and funding. We're always trying to find the funding so that we're not negatively impacting our citizens and make sure. it affordable to live here. And sure. The other uh, the other regulation coming at us that's coming across the country is the lead service line reflection. Right. Right. I knew you were going to bring that up. That has that you know again that's going to hit home yeah. here uh, within the next 12 months and uh, again funding for that is right now you know uh, I think the uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, federal government's uh, programs was it the uh, ARFA uh, funds or whatever they did a lot significant dollars to each state for lead water service line replacement Again, accessing that is is uh, uh, you got to navigate through all those uh, uh, rules and regulations to again access the money. But that will be coming. I think we got to start on that uh, about a year from now. Okay. Well, we can talk about that in a later yeah. date. Yeah. Then. But again, that's another one that, that comes at you that and, uh, and, as you try to plan come. that you yeah. got to. And Congressman Sorensen has asked for two million dollars for us, so we're hoping that us. it comes through. Hopefully okay. Comes through. So well, guys, go have a great week. Thank you. you Thanks too, for Vanessa. all the updates. That is Mayor Rod Davies with us, Andy Jackson with Woodard and Curring. Let's join RFD already in progress.